0: Hello, there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's our end-of-year special for games. It's the game of the year edition of Cookie Cast. We've uh, dug up an old friend for this podcast, and we've brought Mister Muscroft out of retirement from his podcasting duties to recap the year of twenty nineteen games and to name his, and then I name my games of the year. Um. There was a lot to cover, it's been a good year for games, there's been a lot of games Um, I also got into VR this year, so we did a monster of a podcast and it ended up being well over two hours So it's a two part podcast today So this is part one where we get stuck into um, the VR and the first first half of the year sort of area And then we move on to part two which is the back end of the year and we name our games of the year so here we go, this is Cookie Cast Game of the Year 2019. That one, that one. Oh that one. Set that one, that one. Oh, my fire ass down. That one yours? That one is mine, and don't drink mine because it's got it's got sugary sugary death in it. I'll probably notice them. Uh, yeah, when you like falls off. Wow. What? You're a big Doctor Grey fan, and everything he makes. Um. Hello. Hello, everyone. Obviously, we will have to address the elephant in the room. Sam, you here? It's not nice. I know. I say it to Stuart all the time, he's like I guess I've been called worse.
1: I mean, I think we've described if you said before that, you know, I, I don't particularly mind being fat shamed because it might encourage me to actually go to the gym. So Well
0: Spirit Crash and Tom and I truly believe that fat shaming was what made them lose all the weight.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's like if you call me if you call They're
0: me a fat shamers in the street.
1: If you call me a big fat goalie all the time I might get so sad that I go to the gym and do something about it, so and or do it. do wonders for my health. Or eat a pie. I am from St. Helens, so... I usually
0: go, oh, I'm so depressed about how fat I am.
1: Whereas I'm usually, oh, I am from St. Helens, so I'm obliged to eat a pie. There you go. Even though we, some people say that Wigan's pies are better, they're wrong.
0: And they're horrible, horrible freaks.
1: Yeah. Okay. Although fat, cause the are fat, because both people from St. Helens and Wigan are fat on account of eating all the pies.
0: They, in fact, did eat all the pies, is what you're saying. I'm going to do that so that people might actually hear what I'm saying. Wow, Might be an idea. Who knows? Oh. I'll put it through the cup. Or on the biscuits, which I'm sure is super annoying. Um, So it's at least one million years since you lasted a podcast.
1: I believe the last podcast we actually did was The Year in Games 2018. Uh, but uh, Really? I think it was, yeah. This, wow. This year been, well, we, you've been... You've been you know, busy doing your own thing.
0: I've had had a heroin addiction
1: for quite some time. And I've uh, been busy as well.
0: Speaking of which, have you got any heroin?
1: Lovely, lovely uh, smack. Hmm.
0: So much. So the last, uh, allegedly, the last podcast we did was...
1: I reckon it was a year ago.
0: This Year in Game in 2018. So let's uh, let's keep it super current and do This Year in Game in 2019.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll do a few more... uh, the, the way that,
0: the way we do uh, podcasts, certain podcasts, um, football, NFL, and wrestling all get uploaded within a matter of hours of recording them. Other podcasts that we do at various times, we tend not to date for various reasons. However, at this point in time, it is the eleventh of December, twenty
1: nineteen. So I don't think there's much to come out now. I think we're pretty much tapped out, unless there's. Uh... I
0: said I, I was waiting for one game. That game was released last Thursday. I think we'd initially penciled in to do this time last week. And I was like, oh man, I'm going to miss the the one, like that last gasp. Um, So it's kind of cool that we're doing it today. Uh, We're here to review the games that were released between the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, the Switch, the PC and any VR and the VR. In my case, that will be the Oculus Quest.
1: Um, I mean, I think I think if we want, we don't mind starting with kind of VR. Because um, so I feel like this year is kind of the year. If 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 anything can get VR into the mainstream, I think it'll be something like the Oculus Quest. The Quest,
0: as because
1: even the PSVR didn't really get the traction I thought
0: it would. There, there are a multitude of reasons for that. Um, I had a conversation with somebody, they were like, oh, I'm selling my PSVR. I was like, oh, really? Okay, talk to me. They didn't do a good job of selling it, um, because they were like, oh, yeah, the headset's super uncomfortable. Okay, not a great start. I was like, oh, have you got all the bits you need? Have you got, like, the wands and the, the camera? No, no, no. Okay. So then I had to look separately, and like I think the to get the ones it was like sixty quid or something.
1: I mean, the ps 4 was, was as expensive as, and probably more expensive than the console. So it was three
0: hundred and fifty pounds for a P, for a PlayStation VR.
1: Right, so as expensive as a PS4 Pro, then.
0: So it was as expensive as, and I was like, "You've completely priced that wrong. I'm not going to give you the same money for a console for what is potentially going to turn out to be yet another gaming gimmick." At this point in time. I feel fairly comfortable saying that I don't think VR is that, and in a lot of ways, the one thing I wish with VR is that there were more people on board with it, more companies and Yeah,
1: again, we were discussing this the other day. I think the the problem is you've got these separate VR ecosystems which mm-hmm. can't continue. No. Like you can't have some stuff available on the Vive, some stuff available on the on the uh, Oculus Rift. Mm-hmm. Uh, other stuff just available on the PSVR it's like it can't continue if you want mainstream acceptance the, the, the platform will have to be universal the other
0: thing that is starting to annoy people uh, the, game in, the, the, the last VR game I've had has come under a little bit of fire because it was released on every single VR platform and it wasn't cross play so when they released it on each platform they released it for that platform
1: I mean, crossplay is actually quite a modern thing. Yeah. Because it used, it wasn't long ago that like, I mean, even now, crossplay is fairly uncommon.
0: Well, Sony, Sony and Microsoft have been bickering like little children over that for freaking. years. I mean,
1: the PC and the Xbox uh, generally play well together these days. Mm-hmm. We'd expect so because Microsoft is sort of the instigator in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in, in VR. Again, I suspect that's possibly not even the developers' hands. That might well be a, an issue with the platform holders.
0: Yeah, I, I've i got... Um, there's like three people that I generally check in uh, on their videos on YouTube. Um, one guy just does basically like, here's a review of a game. Uh, another guy does, here's a review of a game. Another guy will do a, here's what's going on in the VR world. And then there's um, the guy, I like, I think... I kind of like the best is a guy called Eric for President and he does uh, his five VR stories you've missed in the last couple of days. Um, He does his video while drinking a beer um, and he's like he's super positive. Like he'll award positivity, like if you leave me a comment and it's positive then you get entered into a competition to win a quest sort of thing. and the one I saw of his the other day was like uh, uh more Facebook required logins for things that are Yeah, out,
1: more know. logins can uh do we swear on these part on these podcasts. Absolutely.
0: They Legal. can
1: go fuck themselves yeah, then. Yeah, they can that's and
0: fine. I downloaded uh there was a Facebook specific app. It was free, which is why I downloaded it. When I went into it it was like, Oh uh gives you Facebook details. It's like no. It's like Alright, cool, that's fine. Don't you worry about it, pal. I mean, you can't use the
1: app, but... I hate separate logins, because I can remember, um, not that long ago, trying to play Final Fantasy Seven on the PC, like the old PC port of FF7. And Square Enix wanted me to sign up to their website to allow me to play a 22-year-old game. And it's like, are you serious?
0: No, is uh, things like that are hugely unnecessary, and I'm very. It's just more logins. I'm very particular about my data and stuff. I I've missed uh, in the last couple of months. I've missed out on a couple of opportunities for like free stuff, like actual free stuff. Um, the the biggest one is when you get to about November, Nectar do that thing where you can double all your points. Oh yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh sweet, double some points, get some stuff. Nice one. I went, it was like, oh, you can only do it through the app now. It's like, all right, fair enough. So it's it's fast, they're just using it as a way to... Absolutely. I I went into it and it was, it started out as, oh, what's your name? I was like, here we go. Oh, what's your postcode? All right. But then it turned into... What's your mother's maiden name? What's your blood type? When was the last time you went for number two? Uh, What did you do last night? Uh, Where were you on the 16th of July 1984? It was like, I am not giving you all of my data just to get 20 quid out of you. So, I didn't do it. I lost out on on money doing that, but I wasn't prepared to do it. Yeah, but
1: it is quite annoying, the the sheer amount of stuff you expect to sign up for today. Uh, Just sort of bringing it back to VR in general, and the Quest, because I think it's an interesting sort of topic. Um, Because I feel like the Quest is like, if nothing brings it into the mainstream, like, the the Quest will do it. It requires no base units, uh, and like this idea that, P- like the original VR in particular, was like, "Do you have a thousand-pound PC plus?" And the answer for most people is, "No, of course they don't."
0: Look, at, look at look at me as an example. I priced up how much it was going to cost to get Ed's set up after we went to Ed's that time and played it. So that'll be eighteen months ago, maybe, yeah, probably. And from where I was at that point in time, I think it was going to cost me about three thousand pounds.
1: That probably not that much, but it'd be a lot. I mean, I would say for a decent VR sort of well, setup. I don't think I,
0: I don't think I had the PC at that point, so I'd have had to buy a PC. A, a three that grand is it. a
1: stupidly expensive PC, but you could easily hit like one five k without without any real trouble.
0: Well, I mean, if you think about how much I paid for the PC that I've got with no graphics card. So I'd have to i have to, so I'd have had to bought that PC with a graphics card. And I'm sure the Rift was like a thousand pounds or something.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot the actual VR hardware yeah. as well. Yeah, it was so about six hundred quid. I, I priced time.
0: it up at about three thousand pounds and was like, "That's a real shame," because I am never going to be in a position to drop three thousand pounds to play a game. No. Within three months of that, I'm like, "Ed, what's this? Uh, what's this Oculus thing where?" It, it seems like it's all built in. Oh, the Quest. Oh, yeah. And and it just went from there. And I was the, like, it's oh. the
1: wirelessness of it. That's yeah. even,
0: even. I mean, if the fact
1: that it's got all the hardware built in is obviously pretty great. If you don't want to fork out for a PC, which is most people. Let's face it. Mm. The only people who play PC games these days are enthusiasts. Um, most people aren't going to be dropping one two thousand pounds on a base unit. It's just too expensive. No. The, my biggest problem with VR is all the
0: wires. One of the things that I I haven't done because uh, it's it's a it's a big expense for me to do it, and it's something that I don't know how on board I am. Is the link, the Oculus Quest link? So you can now plug your Quest into your PC and play the Rift games.
1: I mean, that seems like a pretty
0: nice feature to me. It is, but as we've just discussed, for me personally, I'd have to shell out the... You'd have to buy a graphics card. Money for a graphics card. And there's all this stuff about the cables. So only certain cables work, like, consistently work. And Oculus, like, well, we're gonna release one, and it's gonna be five meters long. And you can give us $80 for the privilege. So that'll be about 60 pounds. I
1: mean, because I've looked at the Quest as being an interesting... Because obviously I forgot the PC, so it's no real um, difficulty for me. Um, but even without that, the wirelessness of it is just such a big deal.
0: What sold me on it was I played it and the quality wasn't as bad as I uh, initially The quality expected. is fine.
1: Um, if it's one thing we sort of learnt like from media in general, is that getting better isn't necessarily how it goes. I mean, like, this Blu-ray came out, and I, the, the public at large didn't really jump on board Blu-ray. People jumped on board streaming services. Yeah. And the same with music. Like, a CD is still better quality than most things you'll download. Yeah. And that's people would be more drawn to convenience, and that's where the quest falls. It's good enough. yeah, And good enough is all you need to be, generally.
0: The quality was good enough. The quality's
1: good enough, and the price
0: is right. And that was the thing. When... I had the f- initial conversation with Ed, and I've talked about on this on multiple podcasts, I've talked about this on my own podcast and stuff, I had the conversation with Ed, and it, went, it was, oh yeah, it's a portable it's portable VR, and it's ha- less than half the price, and I was like, how? It's like the whole thing's built in, you've got the hands, you've got the head, and it's, le- uh, it, it's less yeah, than half the I mean- price. I was like, how is that possible? And it's the price that swayed the yeah. whole thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, the quality is obviously not as good. Like, no one's going to. I don't think anyone's pretending that it is. But that's fine. You're paying, you're paying half the amount. And there's a, big, there's a real big deal to it as well for a lot of people we would use VR for, which is I could bring it to a party to bring it to whoever. Bring it to your mum and dad's, whatever. Yeah. Whereas, like, it's like, do you have a fa- do you have a two thousand pound PC knocking about? I can do we can plug this in.
0: Or shall I bring mine? That's really big and heavy, and I'll need to bring a lot of stuff. I mean, you can it bring just, a, you
1: could bring like a beta, like a powerful laptop. But the same point,
0: the point still stands. Yeah, it's what well, that thing. I mean, we we spoke about it on Saturday. I was like, oh man, I was going to bring it with me, but I didn't. I didn't want it to turn into a. Oh, he's brought the VR, so we have to play the VR. It was a. I just wanted to show people stuff. By like getting Arizona sunshine and playing that, and just the entertainment value that I've got from from that, I believe that VR is where we should be looking to push games. I don't, I don't want every. Single I'm not game. sure it will
1: ever be a um, a replacement for your traditional.
0: No. And and for me personally, I don't want it to be, but I want to see more being put into it. And I think I think over the next two three four years we will see that i don't think especially the oculus i don't think the oculus is going in anywhere anytime soon i have seen a thing that's saying that they are releasing a newer version which has a 2.0 chip of some kind i think with
1: vr in the same way that you know all sort of emerging technologies you're going to see like very rapid advancement over the next sort of yeah. five years, and like stuff that from five years ago will be a complete relic. That's just how that's just how it works with these kind of technology. Yeah. Uh, you saw the same thing with like even like smartphones. Like the uh, I can remember when I got like a Samsung S3 in like 2012. By the time I replaced it, it was borderline unusable because phones had advanced that much. Mm-hmm. Whereas my current phone is three years old, and honestly, I beyond the battery cacking out. I felt no need to replace it. They've they've hit that point where they're just good enough. My and phone, we're still waiting for the VR sets to get to that point, I think. My
0: phone has just passed the two year point and I'm literally like Oh, do I need a better camera? No. No. You don't then need I am fine with what I've got.
1: I know me. it's like, oh my my phone's only got four gig of RAM. It's like there are laptops with less than mm. <laughs> less RAM than that. Yeah. It's like what am I gonna do with it? Or like it's like, oh there's ten p screen, it's like that big, what do I need like a 4K screen for yeah. or something on that
0: but it, it goes all the way to the edge, I couldn't give a shit
1: yeah, it's all just nice to have don't features,
0: so yeah, uh, you know, when they, were, when they were like, oh the the best thing about the new iPhone is uh, it's got a better camera, it's like right, if that's all you can tell me then I probably don't need it, Yeah, I've reached that point now,
1: but I, I think with VR, we're still waiting to get to that good enough point, I think they're still kind of feeling it out and until they sort out the wires problem, in my opinion, they're not. it's never going to get proper mainstream
0: acceptance. Um, what I've seen on a lot of the videos I've been watching is people saying that the rapid expansion of VR... It's the Quest. The Quest has opened the door... To everyone, to basically. so many people. Because
1: anyone who doesn't have a PC, which is most people. Yeah. And yeah, you've got your PS4 VR, but that's its own ecosystem and its own everything.
0: And... Everything I saw about the PSVR, I was like, no, that's it's wrong. It's It's been done wrong. I don't want to give you £350 for something that's not very good. It's that simple.
1: I get the feeling, because I think we were discussing this the other day again on uh, about the new Steam one as well, that's not getting a lot of love.
0: So, the latest HTC, is it the Cosmos? Yeah. Has been absolutely panned. Wasn't there? Is it like a Steam Steam Link? Is it that's the? Possibly, I know there's been an influx of ones released recently. There's been uh, there was the trouble with the Black Friday sales and the Oculus Go, because they've tried to make people buy the Go thinking that it's the Quest. What is the Go? So the Go was the it's like a smartphone one or something. It's like the baby version of the Quest. It's right. what came before the Quest. It was portable but it had absolutely nothing that would run on it. So it was like, here's here's a handful of games, go and entertain yourself. Where the Quest was like, well, no, we can do the Rift games. Just, we'll just downgrade the graphics and make it run on hours. But people sold out the Oculus Go on Black Friday. And like all the videos I was watching, people were just like, there's going to be a lot of returns and a lot of sad people come Christmas morning that are opening stuff going, what the hell's this?
1: That's not that's not necessarily the company's fault. That's retailers' fault though. Try I can expect they're trying to offload them. Yeah. At this point in time
0: there nobody's going to In, in buy fairness,
1: them. you know, obviously we're in the UK and Black Friday here is just an excuse for retailers to offload their old garbage. Yeah. Like it's a complete joke here. It's
0: okay. so, like, oh do you want to buy this mm, T V? Says that it's two years old. That's why I'm selling it off cheap. Cool. Yeah. But like to
1: me, it's like sales, it's like oh, you can buy you know this piece of technology. It's like I've seen it cheaper throughout the year.
0: Yeah, I be, if I'd have bought that in March, I could have got it cheaper than you are selling it now. So I'm probably good. Thanks. VR has been um, has been a journey for me. I I was on board almost immediately from the point that we were, that we had that evening at Ed's from the point that I played. It is on the super quest, cool on the quest the first time. I was like. I am sold and when I was told the price, when I was told the things that it can do, that it runs from an app, you can put things on, you can take things off. When I heard about like things like side quests and stuff, which I bought the I bought the cable to do side quests, like the side load and stuff, and never got the opportunity to do it. Um everything that I've done this year, as far as VR is concerned, I've had some of the best gaming experiences that I have probably ever had. Is that novelty or is this that year. So the last thing I want from it is that I'm going to end up going, it was just another fad, it was just another phase, it was just another craze. I think at this point in time that's not the case. I think what's nice, there are points in time where I'm like, fuck me, I wish there was more games for it. And then every now and then there's just like a big influx of games. You'll get like a big chunk of games come out, and you're like, oh, what's this, what's that, what's the other? It's games for different people as well. Like recently, we've had a racing game released in VR. What? <laughs> I thought you'd enjoy that. Um, but like games like Aspire One, which they've literally gone—it's Metal Gear Solid, but in VR. The one
1: I wanted to play was uh, Doom VR because that looked fun. Again, I feel—I have a feeling it might make me feel a bit queasy.
0: I haven't. Obviously, it's not. I, to my knowledge, it's not on the Quest. Um, Arizona Sunshine is. I, I'm going to say it now. As far as VR, the VR side of it, Arizona Sunshine is probably my game of the year. But it has been the last game I've played VR-wise. Um, it's shooting, it's zombies. But as I said, as I said the other day, the thing about it was that it wasn't just. It's not just the shooting and the zombies. It's the almost like the narration. The narration happens to be the best part of it. The guy, the guy goes through like an emotional roller coaster on his journey. When you talk
1: about narration, I'm trying to think of games like it. Um, there was a Call of Juarez game that had like an unreliable narrator. I'm trying to if it's anything like that or. Uh...
0: Yeah, it's very much like he he talks to the zombies, which he calls Fred, and um, like this point where he's he's probably like, it like cr- attempts to cross the boundary between. You're supposed to believe it's real life, and you're supposed to know that it's a game. Because he's like, "Oh, another zombie, another corridor. How dull!"
1: I imagine the horror games work super well in VR.
0: There is a level, and I stood like here, looking down into a mine shaft. Going, I don't want to do this because it was dark, and you know, Doom was it Doom three. Doom three was super dark with a flashlight. Yeah, yeah. So you do that? They've recreated that thing in VR with zombies, and it's like I I have the I have a bit of a weird thing with zombies anyway. So when I got to the thing and I'm like, well, it's dark. What do I do? And I'm like, what's this? Oh, it's a flashlight. Also, you're then going from I've got two guns to I have to put this gun here and I carry this torch. Then you get to sections where like put on generators, so you put the lights on for those sections. It is so well done. It's like that in itself. That level in itself probably makes that game.
1: Yeah, because I always feel like with horror in general, like like horror films, I don't find scary at all. Like I can sit to watch basically any horror film and feel almost nothing for it. Whereas I find like horror video games unbearably tense, just because you're so much more invested in what's happening. Yeah. Whereas in a film, it's like oh, I can't impact anything here. So no. if like, so, if you know what's his, if what's his chops dies, it's like well that's what happens on the film. Yeah. Whereas in a game, you're directly tied to the protagonist's fate, so it's really quite tense. And I imagine VR just adds to that. I can imagine they work super well. It's
0: there's been a few things, a lot of zombie stuff where I've played like I've played a couple of zombie games on the VR, and it is like there are points in time where you're like. Whoa! Because it's there and and that sort of stuff. Um, One of the huge things about VR is um, that they use, like, they will intrude into your personal space, and that's got, that has a suit, that's like super effective. Like, the first thing I had ever played on the Quest was um, the Vader Immortal, the Star Wars stuff, and when one of the characters comes to like and comes and speaks to you. They don't speak at a distance like, like I'm talking to you. They speak at a distance that's there and you are proper like okay just back it up a little mate you know you can practically smell the breath of the VR like, character l- sort like of watching,
1: thing. It's like playing a Bethesda game you've just got like a soulless doll staring right into your eyes. Let's not talk about Bethesda. Oh, Bethesda can come later. I feel like we're coming to the end of the VR section so we might be able to move so, into, I, mean, uh, I, mean, I don't
0: know if you want to talk about like because like, like I like say, Arizona Sunshine, hands down, fantastic. I just super. I'm playing it again. Like I finished it. Um, you know, it, it was touted as the first proper full game. Obviously, a Quest owner got it a lot later than anybody else. Cause it, even yeah. The I mean, I mean,
1: I don't. I think the problem with VR, like currently, is that because you've got all these little ecosystems, there's not really been that one big budget push. Into the you know made that one game that makes you go holy shit I have to have this it's like cool zombie game or cool X one, game there
0: was one recently that was um, like a fantasy game where you played a god and then you possessed humans to walk around as humans and stuff and when you were a god you were like huge uh, and then you like possessed humans to walk around and stuff that got a big release I had a I had a weird name I have to look it up. Um, other games that really really stood out the Vader Immortal series all three episodes um, the first episode was like the campaign of it was really good uh, but the dojo was so so the second episode the campaign was super short it was good but it was super.
1: I know short. they're very well regarded. They're, bit, they're possibly a bit pricey for what they are, but uh, again, I, kind of I pay don't for the think novelty. so. I
0: think that each of those episodes has been worth the eight pounds that they cost. If eight quid isn't a lot, actually, because for the fact that the episode two, the dojo was like a massive jump. The dojo made that game, and then episode three came on. And episode three, the campaign is inexcusable in that. But the dojo has made another jump. So they're eight pounds per episode. Absolutely worth every penny. Um, games that really stand out for me was the, one of the first games I ever played in VR, which was Robo Recall.
1: It's Time Crisis. Time Crisis, the I VR, which is...
0: Thoroughly enjoy that game. And we were saying um, that
1: it's weird that we were saying with Ed, it's weird that they haven't released Time Crisis yeah, in doesn't VR. Yeah, it does make a lot
0: of sense. I bet that's a license. Or Virtua Cop, or whatever. I bet it's a licensing thing. Um, games that I've had a lot of play out of Gun Club VR. It's just like going. It's just buying guns and going to a gun range essentially. Loads of fun. Hours of fun. Absolutely. I hours think of shooting
1: fun. guns in VR is always going to be fun. just yeah. to the how it is.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, Beat Saber, Pistol Whip. Uh, it's like a, another a music based, but instead of it being lightsabers, it's guns.
1: Yeah, I mean, Beat Saber is like one of the real big. Yeah. Uh, hit us about um VR.
0: we will have to wait to see whether Facebook buying the studio that makes Beat Saber is a good or a bad thing but I'm sure we'll see that further
1: down the line yeah, I mean I'm never super happy when giant corporations buy anything no, But I think,
0: uh, I think the general feel on it is it's not a good thing um, so hands down Arizona Sunshine fantastic really really enjoyable um, but like I say, there's a few other games there that I've mentioned. That Aspire 1's quite a lot of fun.
1: Which one's um, Aspire 1?
0: One? It's basically Metal Gear Solid in VR. A stealth game in VR. Okay, that's interesting. It's, you play you, you play somebody who can jump into like these robots. And it's all like sort of...
1: I like, guess the thing with VR is like, do they have to be in first person to work properly? You kind of think that that's...
0: So like yeah, you'd, you'd, I mean, everything's...
1: You're a bit more limited then, I suppose, in what genres you can do if you're always stuck in first person.
0: Yeah. Um, there's some stuff that I, I'd like to see kind of like come down in price so I can play it. I'd, I'd really like to play Journey of the Gods, but I'm not prepared to pay the money they want for what it. What was they want for it? I think that one's in the 20th. 24 quid yeah because I've range.
1: seen like a lot of VR games in sort of the 20 to 30 range and they feel a bit
0: I'd like to see some of them start coming down in price
1: yeah I mean because a lot of them are kind of like almost proof of concept games <laughs> more than they are like full sized
0: games I played a demo of Journey of Gods and I was like this is this is cool again it's another one where you can make yourself big and small and stuff um, really interesting um, throwing lightning bolts at people's kind of cool I
1: always wonder whether things like space games would work.
0: So I've got a, I've got a game where you uh, fly a spaceship. It's a bit.
1: Would that make me feel super sick?
0: For you, you struggle with the the motion sickness, don't you? Yeah, I don't like it. That's got head tracking, so for shooting, you look at stuff and the guns move with your head. Um, But yeah, that's very, it's like it's a flight simulator in space, so you up and
1: down and around stuff. I, was, I wonder whether like an actual proper sim might work though and so you can look around the cockpit and you have to fly the uh, there is a
0: flying there is a There is a couple of flying based games or something wings. something
1: um, which could be interesting again I'm not sure how well it would actually work okay. it's one of these things that perhaps sounds more interesting in theory than in actual execution these are the sort
0: of things I'd like to see start coming down in price things that have been out a while that have just stayed at the release price
1: i guess if it's such a small ecosystem that you can afford to uh, keep things at high prices because yeah people want the experience yeah and um, you're always going to be having a much smaller audience the only reason that price drops really happen uh in for like normal games is because you've sold all the full price copies you're ever going to sell
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then you're selling to new audiences
0: yeah and whilst were people are still buying the requests they can just leave them stuck at that price because new people will buy it.
1: Yeah. And I don't think they, they they would gain as that much from discounting it compared to a normal game.
0: Um so yeah, that's kinda like VR in a nutshell. Um I'm excited to see what comes next year. There has been one game that everybody's been raving about, but I just had Arizona Sunshine. I think it might have come out on the same day or the day after, and I was like, I can't just buy another 24 quid game. There's a game called The Climb, which is literally what it says. You you climb mountains. But Again,
1: this feels more like a proof of concept to me than like a full, yeah, a full fat are, experience. People are
0: going crazy for it, but I was like... I'd like to play it, but I, not when i just bought Arizona Sunshine, because that was 30 quid. That's like the top end of the pricing. Um, so that's VR, basically. Jump into... Other things, I have a list.
1: The year in games. The year I, in I, games. I think because last year's uh, was last year's podcast was quite hard because it was like fuck all came out. So
0: last year, I remember last year so well, was rubbish. Because I had to make a a game where I was like, well, it was all right, and it was just a little bit more all right than other things. My game of the year, I made Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Odyssey was it? Was that the one? My game of the year because I was like, well, I got the most playing La- out of
1: it. Last year, I believe the only like big budget game I played was Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which I believe we we gave a good showing. Um, uh, and the rest of it was just indies. And I don't want to be no, I, you know, I don't want to be uh, that guy. But it's like the, the, the big budget world was so terrible. Whereas this year there were
0: quite a few like
1: proper big budget games that i so enjoyed. The
0: first six months of the year, it was you couldn't move for big title games. It it was like holy shit, we're getting actual real games coming out. We also had the announcement of this is the end of this console.
1: I think Um, I I get the feeling next year probably won't be so wonderful. Uh, They they very very rarely are in the end of uh, next year won't be a good year. Um, There's a few things that have been pushed into next year though, like early next year. Things have been
0: pushed, but these are games that we should have had already. But other than the stuff that we should have had this year, that's been pushed back. Can you tell me anything that's coming out next year?
1: Basically, I'm looking at Doom. And is there anything else? What else has been pushed? There's been a few things being pushed for it, isn't there? Doom's the big one, I would Doom say. Doom
0: is the one that uh, I think people like, oh, that's a shame. Um, there's a load of uh, Ubisoft stuff that got pushed back after... After uh, Ghost Recon. Ghost, Ghost Recon issues, which we'll come to. Um, yeah,
1: Ubisoft have had a bit of a shoe in again.
0: I've got a list here that is broken down into uh, months so it's months, the one I'm looking at here is January to March of 2019. Um, uh, the the easiest thing to do is to probably start going through it. I know you've also got a list. yours is more of stuff you've played. It's stuff
1: I've pl- I happen to have played, yeah. Um, um, for some interesting discussions to be had, because I think in the first three months like as you say, a lot of stuff sort of came out.
0: Yeah. Um, there's a game here on the list which I think I now then is <laughs> it in shrink wrap somewhere? No, but I think it was digital. That's maybe why I can't see it. So, one of the first ones on the list is Hitch- Hitman HD Collection. Is that like the old Hitman games, like the PS2 ones? But only some of them All right. Are in the HD Collection, and they've not done a lot to make them
1: HD. Is it, is it like the Devil May Cry HD Collection, where they literally mm-hmm. just up the resolution, mm-hmm. put it in widescreen and then left it alone.
0: Oh uh, on Emotion Warlords. Oh,
1: yeah I I I, play, I actually that's not on my list and I did play on Emotion Warlords. I also played it and
0: was like Resident Evil but with oh, samurai. Man I forgot how hard this game was. I didn't think it was hard. It's not particularly. hard, it's the the map is terrible and you just went up one. I found it
1: like interesting but scrappy. Yeah. I kind of wish that they would release um the, the later ones in my opinion were a bit more polished. Yeah. Uh this was the first one. It's a bit
0: scrappy. Um, I loved those games originally. It's yeah, also nice in that I finished originally. it in like 6 hours and it was like, oh yeah. yeah. So, here is the first game on the list that I've seen that I was like, that is a game I played. So, Ace Combat 7 Skies Unknown.
1: I know, I will happily admit, I know almost nothing about Ace Combat. So,
0: I am a big fan of the Ace Combat series. I believe I'm it's like normal. an
1: arcade um Yeah, I love, arcade-y, arcade-y I love, I love, I love flying game. game. With,
0: I know they've got completely baffling storylines. Mmm... Yeah, that's a big understatement. They're super Japanese.
1: I know they are. Super Japanese super, and super baffling.
0: Super Japanese. So you're just like, you're watching like these cutscenes. Like in Ace Combat 7, it's, you know, when cutscenes are done in pictures. Yeah. So just single pictures.
1: But when they, when they haven't got the budget to do a proper cutscene. And it's
0: just one person doing the voice, like the narration of the of the pictures. And you just spend the whole time going, What the fuck's happening? I believe Armoured Corps used to do stuff like that. Take the story away, and it was a great game. It was a really good game. There have been a couple of Ace Combat, a couple of previous ones. Uh, I think the one before this, I didn't finish because I got stuck on a mission and I just physically couldn't do it. Um, I've loved all the Ace Combat games, (laughs) apart from the one before this. This is no exception, Ace Combat 7 was really good. I enjoyed it. Uh, I have played it again since, and I I was uh, recently in the process of playing it again. Uh, I'm trying to unlock a plane that has the same designation as one of the planes from Macross Plus.
1: (laughs) What, the YF-19? It's the YF-23. The YF-23. And (laughs) and I keep
0: looking at the picture going, that's super deceptive. So I had to actually look it up. The YF-23 is a stealth bomber, which I was like, oh, that's interesting.
1: It's the YF-21 in Macross, isn't it? So the YF-19 is the blue one and
0: and the YF-21 is Samuel's one. (laughs) so that's the first one that jumped out at me there uh, da, 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 da. so as I said to you when I was walking out of the room to go to the toilet before we started this Resident Evil 2
1: what a belter
0: the remake what a belter now, I, was. I, I will close that there because I imagine you have stuff to say I have nothing to say on this other than and I know you completely disagree with this and that is fine I am not going to give you forty six pounds for Resident Evil two. I'm sorry, I'm just not going to do the, it.
1: It isn't Resident. It's not like it's not like that's a bit like saying like Metroid Zero Mission is just the original NES Metroid. That it's a complete and utter ground up remake, and it's a really really excellent ground up remake. Like Cap, got, I say, we kept, good old Capcom have been uh, been on fire up, this year, amazing, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Um, it got great reviews. I followed it all the way up to it's the day of so release. well made. When I went into the shop, I was like, "Oh, if Resident Evil's at a decent price, I'll probably pick that up." And they wanted forty. I, I
1: only, I only picked it up very recently because I picked it up for like eleven quid.
0: Again, that's something like if somebody was like, "Oh, you can have Resident Evil Two for eleven quid," I'd sn- I'd snatch their hand off. It's just, it's.
1: It is like the actual sort of design of it is actually very similar to the original Resident Evil 2. Same key, same locks, all that sort of stuff. They sort of rejig things so that it makes more sense in the third person. Um, But it's just such a well-made. It feels like a game that could have come out like a few years ago as well. Because you know, no no microtransaction bullshit. It's just a well-made single-player game, and you can obviously tell that the people who made it really put their heart and soul into it as well because like the animations all of like the, the zombies in particular are super nasty like all the, like, the, like there's all that like, all the technology of like all the sort of like skin sort of uh,
0: I'm hoping because i i am a bit of a, a vulture at this time here something that is super depressing for me is that i know come christmas day i won't have a christmas day game which could be the first time in it could be the first time in 20 years that that's going to be a thing so, I'm a bit like, ah, oh, that's a bit of a shame. But that's largely to do with the games that have come out in the last few months. I'm like, I am not waiting until Christmas Day for. We'll come back to that. Um, I I also... I like a game around that time, but I also like per- perusing the sales. I find the sales. Yeah. If I turn up in a shop and Resident Evil 2 is what I consider to be a reasonable price, I will probably pick it I up. I feel
1: like the fire sale, like I said, I picked it up for 11 quid and I right. had, and I had more than 11 quids worth of entertainment out of it let me
0: look right here and now and I'll answer the question not by going into
1: but the family. one thing I do like about um, Resi 2 is that uh, you can't shoot everything you just can't so like the survival horror elements you have to decide am I going to just leg it and a lot of the time the answer is, I'm just going to well, have to leg it, or smoke tyrant, one and it? leg it.
0: It's the tyrant, you can't No, no, it. the
1: tyrant, we've got Nemesis in Resi 3, in this case it's Mr. X, who yeah. serves much the same purpose in all honesty.
0: So, PlayStation 4, Resident Evil 2,
1: £20. that for a physical copy? That's for a
0: physical copy. I would probably buy that now if it wasn't the 11th of December.
1: I mean, I would say it is a hundred percent worth twenty quid. If you like, if you like zombie games and you like Resident Evil, um, and from a purely PC point of view, it also runs like an absolute dream. Um, it'll run like like a lot of uh, for some reason like Japanese publishers cannot make PC games. But Capcom seem to be able to make games that run on a box of crackers.
0: Mm, I mean, like we were saying, for Capcom have done very well this year.
1: It, but it feels like they've been lost in the wilderness for quite a while. Like I feel mm. like they're naughty like a lot of their no, no, naughties and sort of this decade output was kind of shit. Like look, look at Dead Rising, like three and four. It's like oh.
0: Well, you know, they can still churn out uh, a Street Fighter game that we've definitely don't well, what need. What was
1: the know. Devil the, the, Not Devil May Cry, like the uh, Devil May Cry. Um, DMC? Yeah.
0: Copy DMC. It's uh, not a great game, though. I mean, it's okay. I like that they took the chance to make something different. Um, I have played that game multiple times. I might have played it nearly as many times as I've played Devil May Cry 4.
1: I've played it once, and I felt like once was
0: enough. I, and I agree. I it, they made a bold choice to go, especially with like the art style. It feel like you feel dirty playing it. It's like it's done in that super gritty, dirty.
1: They were told to of. do that, though. Um, is it Ninja Theory, I believe, who did it? Yeah. Same guys who did um, Hellblade. They, because um, they always get they got a huge amount of uh, flack from fans for you know killing Devil May Cry, but Cap- that's what Capcom asked them to do. Capcom asked for them to make a, <laughs> West, a very western sort of uh, look but, and a completely different... And from... I
0: will always give some kind of props to somebody to, to, to a situation where they've gone this is what we've been doing for 20 years. Do something different and see how it lands. It
1: depends on why they were doing it. I think the problem with Devil May Cry um, when it came out is that I don't feel like Devil May Cry had been particularly run into the ground at that point. Like it was a very, very occasional release sort of thing. Like they'd had what four games in ten years, which isn't that amazing. And I think there was a massive uh, gap between three and um, four as well. Mm-hmm. So I think um it kinda came out on people like, Who is this for? And the answer going by sales numbers is nobody.
0: This guy. I love Devil May Cry.
1: Uh, but it sold very poorly.
0: I I own multiple copies. <laughs> <laughs> just just it, it didn't sell poorly in my house. I bought five <laughs> Xbox 360 copies. I I own at least a couple of copies of that game. I,
1: I'm pretty certain I got it. I got it in like a humble bundle or something. I definitely own it, but I don't know where from.
0: Um, we we can also comment on games that... Well, I certainly didn't play this game. I'm not sure you will have played it, but the games that are very big. Uh, just on the list, Kingdom Hearts three. No. I heard it done. Well. It's a PS4
1: exclusive, is
0: not it? And it's and it's completely mental. Um, it's Modern Square. Uh, we've got we're into February now, and in February we've got Ace Combat Seven: Skies Unknown for the PC. Something about Ace Combat Zone. If you own it on the PlayStation, and you own a PSVR, I believe it had two VR missions. <coughs> Again, another one that I can't. Well, I can't speak for you because it does say that it is available. Uh, a game I didn't play that got a lot of traction was Apex Legends. Not
1: really my scene, but I I a know a lot of people liked it. That
0: had. No announcement whatsoever until the day it was released, and then people were trying to work out what the hell it was.
1: Well, that was who? Who made that one? It was one of the, it. was one of the A's. I'm trying I'm to pretty get pretty sure this that
0: was Respawn.
1: Was that Respawn?
0: I'm pretty sure they were like from the people that brought you Titanfall Two. Here's a multiplayer shooter, and they were like, and everybody you could see people like, what's happening? I've not heard about this game. No, you haven't, because they announced it on the day they released I, I it. I think.
1: I think. I think it. I think it it burned quite brightly and then died quite quickly. I know I know, it was popular for a while, but it never dethroned Fortnite, which
0: was basically the... Uh, Apex Legends is a free-to-play Battle Royale game developed by Respawn Entertainment.
1: And it didn't dethrone um, Fortnite, because all of this comes down to dethroning Fortnite. Fortnite is the big shadow over the whole game industry at this moment. We basically just don't acknowledge it because we're too old. Uh, it's a big,
0: dark, cancerous... but we're
1: too old to even acknowledge Fortnite we're too old and too rubbish to ever even consider playing Fortnite
0: Um, a game that I still have in my Amazon basket now so this came out in February I never picked it up I even put the one before it in my basket as well because I was like interesting it looks interesting it's a game called God Eater 3 I put is that an anime game yes I put 2 and 3 in my basket I've never never bought them in the end um, we've got a Final Fantasy 9 Tetris 99 did Final Fantasy 9 come out this year uh, on NS Nintendo Switch I presume that is and Xbox One
1: because I have played Final Fantasy 9 this very year oh, there you
0: go. Um, out but out
1: I didn't play shit. it on those platforms I played it on the PC but that came out in... I imagine it'll
0: pop up again at some point well
1: no because no, it came out years ago on the PC Um, just to see just a quick thing I'm going to moan about the port of Final Fantasy 9 it's fucking dog shit
0: good because I've got one, two three games in the next section and I'm sorry to tell you all three of them are getting a fucking Well,
1: Final Fantasy 9 I'm not going to comment on the game itself it's it's 20 years old if you wanted to play it I'm sure you could have by now it's a good game, it's one of Square's best it came from Square's Golden Era Uh, Square's Golden Era is long, long over um so, what Final Fantasy IX is, is a port of the mobile port of Final... So, it's a port of a port. We a mobile port of Final Fantasy IX.
0: A port
1: on a port. And, a port. Um, and what, what... So, it was ported, and what it doesn't have is analog controls. A, game that, a game that came out 20 years ago and had analog controls then...
0: Perfect.
1: Doesn't have analog controls now. Hmm. Half the soundtrack is missing. All right. Uh, the soundtrack doesn't work properly, so it loops incorrectly... Loads of sound effects are missing.
0: Honestly, people, if you're going to do something, do it properly or not at all. I and think in this case um, it's not at all.
1: And all the fonts are designed for a mobile screen to look fuck awful on a PC. Thankfully, because I was playing on a PC, some modders were like, we're, we're dealing with this right now. Um and basically sorted out all the issues and used really, really... I think I've talked about this, about AI upscaling on the backgrounds because they're all just like a pixelated mess because they were designed for CRT TVs a million yeah. years ago. So they used a proper AI upscaling to like upgrade those backgrounds so they'd look nice on a... Te- it's really impressive. But that's nothing to do with Square. <laughs> Mod, has made, Mod has made Final Fantasy IX impressive, but Square's like... Square, Modern Square are awful.
0: And obviously this is nothing to do with Bethesda.
1: Modern Square are almost as bad, in my opinion. They're fuck awful.
0: So, do you want to talk about Crackdown 3? Would you like to talk about Far Cry New Dawn? Or, and I think this is the one that's going to pique your interest the most, would you like to talk about Metro Exodus?
1: I've been playing Metro Exodus, Uh, so the other two I know of but haven't played.
0: I played Crackdown three on the day it was released because I paid a pound. We were robbed to get Game Pass so that I could play Crackdown three the day it came out. Somebody owes me a pound. Let's I, I didn't
1: hear good things. I mean, it's obviously it's available on the PC through Game Pass because mm-hmm. there's a, the PC version of Game Pass, which is actually really cool.
0: Chuck was saying, uh, "Far Cry New Dawn." Uh, after Far Cry. Four five. Five?
1: I've I'm lost five. track, but I think New Dawn is a
0: is uh, that okay. New yeah. Dawn. is like a, it's almost like a spin off. It's like it's That's a, the one that's kind of purple, isn't it? Yeah. After Far Cry five, I was officially done with Far Cry. Uh, honestly. Far Cry the the franchise Far Cry has one of my favourite all time ever games in and some of the worst games. Is it ever Far
1: Cry made. three, the one that everyone likes? Far Cry three. But Far Cry is like Assassin's Creed and like um, Tom Clancy games. They've been hammered so hard that like people can't help but get fatigue of them.
0: I can't comment on New Dawn. Somebody tried to tell me it was "quote unquote" okay. I've I heard went, it's fine. Uh, I'm I'm not doing it. Uh, the same person, uh, a week or so later, was like, "Don't bother with it." Like, cool. Crackdown three, on the other hand, I have played um it's like being in a car that has collided with a train in slow motion. it's a, it's simultaneously a car crash and a train wreck. I've heard across. I've
1: heard that it's worse than that. it's more just like a car that's stuck in a field. it's just really boring like it's just kind of crap. It's awful.
0: I went into Smith's Toys. It's not interesting enough to be a car crash, is what I've heard about it. I went into Smith's Toys, I think it was 10 days after it had been released, and they were selling it for £20. Always a good sign. Fantastic sign. Um, So let's talk about Metro Exodus. Because this is a game that we have both played. Now, I will.
1: I feel like we've both got fairly similar opinions on it as well. I will
0: say this I bought it, I played it for so long. I got to a point where I there was another game that I wanted to play. Can't tell you what it was at the time. I imagine it's probably on the list around the same sort of time. I looked at my my collection of games and I was like, "Is there anything I can trade in to get the next game a bit cheaper?" And at that point, I stood here and looked at the pile and I was like, "See you later, Metro." I think I, I think I can honestly trade in Metro Exodus because, like, a lot of things these days. They took all of the existing ideas because this is the third. This is the third game
1: in the series, yeah, and it, I, mean, I feel like it's worth noting. Say the first two games are very linear, very narrative-driven experiences. But they're really very well made. Good. They're great. I, I played both of them multiple times. So have I. So I would happily play either of them, but they they are what they are. You know, they're very linear. There's a lot of there's a lot of metros, there's a lot of corridors. There's a lot of stealth. There's a lot of uh, sort of survival elements. They're 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 really well made, but they're mostly very they're very linear, very narrative. They're not going to take you long in about eight to ten hours, probably. For me,
0: one of the biggest things being the clue is in the name Metro. So at the point that they make the third game and they make the choice to make it like open world. Yeah. Immediately, I'm like, does not compute. Because the game's called Metro.
1: The problem is, is that if you take the Metro out of Metro, you've just kind of got Fallout or something. Yep. You've uh, got a more generic post-apocalyptic world.
0: And it was... They'd given you, like, an open world, but it had limitations. Um, and it also had fuck all in it. Yeah. And what I found playing that game was it was boring. Yeah, that
1: I was boring. I sort of dealt... I sort of, was somewhat enjoying it until I got to a desert area, I, and that absolutely killed yeah, my killed absolutely. it for me. I
0: got to that point, and I went, "I'm going to turn this off for now." And I, I, I believe
1: I've done exactly stuff. the same thing. Is that I, I turned it off? I said, like, "I'll come back to that later," and later has never come.
0: Yeah, it, it, unfortunately, when it's you a shame
1: came, as I do like like I like the look of it. I like the characters. Yeah. I just I like yeah. I like the bits when it's being metro. And then it decides to be an open world game and I just lose interest. It feels, it's a game that needs that focus really. There are
0: a lot of games and a lot of game companies and a lot of people out there that need to learn to stay in their lane. And unfortunately, Metro, the Metro I think game
1: the annoying thing young. about Metro is that it was a lane that it basically had to itself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like, and it just to to ju- own this lane. Yeah.
0: What have you got going on over there?
1: So it, it had a lane to itself, and it decided to swerve into the uh, the lane full of chock, full of traffic. Yeah,
0: it was a, it was a really uh, like like anything like that. I mean, like if you're creating something, you, a lot of times you have to make bold choices, bold decisions, and so on and so forth. And a lot of the time, it, it's a risk, and unfortunately, it doesn't pay off. And but look at what's come before you, and make a decision whether it's the right thing. You know. I keep saying, when your game's called Metro, just just stay in the Metro. Simple. It's a simple. I've got
1: actually got no because I feel like because Last Light also had sort of sort open elements to it when you went outside. You
0: did go outside,
1: and I and I feel like Metro could have had more open open style levels, but they just didn't put anything in there to do. So. It's a, it's a big old empty world full of bollocks. Because mm. what you do with an open world game is you get a linear game, make it ten times the size, and fill it full of bandit camps.
0: Yeah, it it
1: it just it's one of my disappointments of the year. Metro. Uh, I, I was a little bit worried that it might be, but uh, the open world stuff wouldn't work and it would bore me, and that's largely how it's gone. Yeah. I'm not sure I'll finish it. I don't know yet
0: I haven't and I have no intention of I'd have to rebuy it for a start and it's not a game that I'm chomping at the bit to get
1: I will say it looks absolutely beautiful um if you want a, you know a something that'll push your pc as hard as it can go, it's a really really good looker that's a not sure it's worth the price for that but
0: so. It's time. Time for. It's time to discuss something that you and I have spent many, many, many hours discussing. A game that was. It was going to be so much. A game that, as I said to you earlier today, I believe they have recently announced that they are doing a ground up rebuild of. And. As I said, I did a little bit of re- did a little bit of homework, which isn't always possible for me. But this is a situation where I did do a little bit of homework. So I was wandering around, looking at things, picking things up, looking at stuff, trying to get stuff played. Uh, one of the things that I did was I went into a game shop, and I was like, "Okay, so what you're saying here is I could pay fifty three pounds for this game, or." Four ninety nine. <laughs> That's a real uh, it's a small price drop. It's a small price drop. Yeah. Let's talk about the game Anthem.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can't be happy with this. Um. I know we discussed it last. I believe we discussed it quite a few times. But Anthem is being as being basically everything that people kind of feared it would be. Because uh, you know, you've got back. It's made by Bioware. And Bioware, notable, are uh, noted for their, well, th- they made their name making single-player RPGs. Yeah. Um, and they, at the one point, they were pretty untouchable. I would say during the Noughties, up and you know, from you know, uh, Knights of the Old Republic, uh, Baldur's Gate 2, mm-hmm. right up until Mass Effect Two, I would say, they were pretty much the best in the business. So, why why would you get a studio with that sort of pedigree? And get them to make a multiplayer co-op shooter. A looter shooter.
0: It could be to do with the fact that their last few outings into the gaming world were... Uh, what's that word? Oh, that's right. Abysmal.
1: I would say oh, Mass Effect Andromeda was genuinely abysmal. It, like, I, I, oh. I couldn't play it for more than about an hour and a half before... I was out it's by really, that. really
0: awful. I was out by that part. I, I never even played um, the third one.
1: And Dragon Age Inquisition was definitely not good.
0: I did play that. I
1: event. also played. I also played Ooh. it through. But that was the epitome of empty open world. It
0: really was. It, it was a game that was so completely baffling. I remember being in this particular part of because you spent so much time outside when you got to like. I
1: got to a city. You had your like because you had the, the linear story and these open world areas. that so You basically had to do a mandatory amount of bullshit in before you allowed the story to progress. Yeah. yeah, it was. It just it
0: just wasn't
1: good. I think I I do feel like the story elements though were quite good. I quite mm-hmm. enjoyed the main quest in it, but I didn't enjoy the please do X amount of faffing about. Andromeda was just a shit show. Um, genuinely terrible. Anthem, I didn't even buy into. Um, I've, I've followed it mostly in the same way that i fall, you know sort of followed fallout 76 mostly just you know just to up at it oh, we're gonna come to that soon that's that's his own story we're come
0: to it soon
1: anthem is a more sadder story i think than uh, fallout 76 because anthem if you've sort of gone back its development it had a really tortured development cycle yeah. um
0: with there was a point where they had like loads of people working on it and then they were like oh do you know what makes or do you know what's, what makes a game uh we're going to take all the people off that game and put them on something else i think by the by the time it was about ready for release there was like 16 people working on that game it's a big game is well big, the amount of money
1: that ea poured into that game is Stunning. They because they were they were really banking on this one. Yeah, they
0: were. They were. This was going to be a, a big win. You know, they wanted a slice of the Fortnite pie, and this was going to be it. It's not a battle royale, but it's it's more like Destiny, I would say. Yeah. Uh, which itself has been
1: the kind of you know hobbling along really. Mm.
0: I mean, the budget for that was a billion dollars.
1: I believe it was about
0: five hundred million for the first one. But the marketing budget was the same. All right, maybe that was true. So it was. A, they had a billion dollars for that, and game.
1: there's no way you could ever make that money back. And of course, it didn't. But Anthem, yeah, it's just kind of forgotten. I know you actually played it. I, I, I didn't even buy into it. So, so
0: I got it, and I, I'm, I had multiple arguments with multiple people about that game because at the end of the day, I was like. Uh, the the uh, the question we should be asking about our games is, is it fun? And the answer to, for Anthem was, yes, it was fun.
1: I thought it was alright, just, just, just for not a very long time.
0: It was fun. And again, let's let's go back to what it was before it came out. Do you want to play a game where you're essentially Iron Man? Where well, you
1: fly around as Iron Man. That's an easy sell. Uh,
0: yeah, that sounds real good. I really like that. And for a game where it starts here and it and it goes to here, that bit was great. That bit was great. It was get a suit, fly around like a, Iron Man, kill things, get better weapons, get better, like, um, attacks and stuff. Yeah, it's, 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 a, loo-
1: bit, it's a looter shooter model. You, yeah. you, you kill things to make you better at killing things.
0: That bit was good. But they stopped there. And I said to people, I was like, if you go and look at the, the world that they built for Anthem, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah, it looks Absolutely great. Absolutely beautiful. Get the other games should take points from that game and go, This is how we should you know, the multi level thing. You start up here and you jump off and you fly down. There's like it looked a lot like Pandora. And then you can go into the water. And you're essentially in like like a a sealed suit, so you can go underwater. Oh,
1: there was obviously a huge amount of effort that went into it. It's, yeah. ha- it's hard to argue but and I would say at the time, people were saying, is this probably one of the best-looking games ever made? And the answer is, yeah, it probably was.
0: It's a beautiful game, it really is.
1: It just None and of its components fit together. didn't do
0: anything with it. They gave you this much, and then the other side of this wall is rinse and repeat.
1: And for what I gather, it's got a story as well that just doesn't integrate in its gameplay they at expect all. You,
0: they expect you to read the stuff that they put in it, which, you know people aren't great at doing anyway but you've
1: got this like story that feels like it's made for a single-player RPG yeah in a multiplayer thing which just
0: doesn't really work Problem you've got with rinse and repeat is that there are only certain people who are ever gonna do that till the end of time and then there's the rest of us who are gonna do it and then we're gonna go so now what this is boring (laughs) and unfortunately they just didn't do anything with it and expected it to still be good And I got. You can get four suits. I don't know if that's changed. You can get four suits. I had the one that makes you look the most like Iron Man. I had the big, big, like the Hulkbuster version of Iron Man. The chunky boy. Yeah, the big guy. Then there was there was two others like a fast one. Oh, and like a like a uh, mage one wasn't there. Yeah, like lining stuff. Like a wizard sort of thing. The moment I got the fourth suit, I stopped playing it. And it was a grind to get that fourth suit. Those the,
1: games kind of rely on grind though, don't they, yeah. too? The
0: XP system.
1: just It's just very miserly from what I can. It,
0: it was like, oh, you completed that level here. I have 2,000 XP. Cool. How much do I need to get to the next level? About 50 million. Like, oh. And we're not going to tell you exactly how much you need. We're just going to go, just keep doing it. And you need a little bar fill-up. There was a lot of that um and it felt like a chore by the time i got to that point and i i stopped playing it and i've never gone back to it and it was just every bit of it was a disappointment
1: i know critics were like way. completely savage oh, with no, it they
0: they raped and pillaged that game
1: um so and it, yeah when you say five quid in um in game round? yeah that that shows how well anthem did and Such you, shame. And you were saying that we're going for a ground-up remake. I don't think EA will. I think EA will consider it throwing good money after bad, and I think they'll leave it to die. This isn't Final Fantasy mm-hmm. Fourteen. I don't think. I don't think they believe in the product enough to give it that ground-up remake.
0: We'll see. I mean, it feels like it's been left to die anyway. They, I mean, they keep saying they're going to put this whole other team on it, and they're going to do all
1: these. Bio, other Bioware must be, because this is this is two absolute flops by Bioware as well. I mean, Andromeda was a was a oh, was a, was, a, was a nightmare. Never played it, but I heard them, terrible. Not a single
0: good thing about it.
1: I mean, and that was the B team that made that. And I, I, I think B has been quite generous, whereas Anthem was made by their A team. Because otherwise, what else would they be making?
0: Right, so there we go. That's part one done. Um, Obviously, tune in to part two to hear the rest of the year's games and find out what it is that we uh, think is the game of the year. Um, While I've got you, YouTube watchers, make sure you're subscribing, liking and comment. Everybody jump over to cookiecast.com, check us out over there and send us some love. Okay, so tune in to part two and until then, I'll speak to you in a bit. Bye!